Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 451. Happy August. What is poppin'? It's your boy, KB, coming at you with the solo dolo episode of the pod. Make sure you guys are following us on the socials at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, we got our Brian Dawkins Wolverine variant cover comic book giveaway still going on. One more week to get in on that thing. It's our pinned tweet over on Twitter. At Underground PHI. Go check that thing out. Share it with your friends. Uh, it's super easy to enter. It's a kick ass comic book cover. And the story's incredible as well if you're a big comic book fan. Uh, so go check that out. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let me know what your perfect MLB trade deadline is for the Philadelphia Phillies. I know one move has already happened since the last time we recorded. It's a minor move. I'm going to get into it on this episode, and I'm also going to give you my ideal trade pieces that I want to see the Phillies acquire before Tuesday's deadline. Leave yours in the podcast reviews. Be a friend, tell a friend, share the podcast with your peeps, and of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Smash that like button. Click the bell icon so you don't miss a single episode of your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia shows, Underground Sports Philadelphia originals, and all that good stuff in between. Comment down below with your perfect offseason, how you're feeling about the fills right now after this big old sweep over the Pittsburgh Pirates, and anything else in between, comment down below on YouTube. Shout out to the sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Go to TomahawkShades.com and use code USP for 25% off your entire order. That's sunglasses, blue light glasses, prescription lenses, and everything else in between at TomahawkShades.com. Use code USP for 25% off your entire order. Kenwood Beer, the official beer of the underground. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the all-new and improved Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And the homies over at Bino, go to BinoBoard.com. That's B-I-N-H-O-B-O-A-R-D.com. And use code BinoUSP when you go to checkout. And that works on anything. The boards, accessories, merch, you name it. BinoBoard.com. Code BinoUSP. B-I-N-H-O-U-S-P. 
for 10% off your order at beignoboard.com. Let's get into it. The Phils made a minor trade uh, this past weekend. Uh, they traded in. They traded with the Cardinals, a team you guys know I notoriously hate. Uh, they traded for Edmundo Sosa from the St. Louis Cardinals in exchange. Very, very anti-brand for the Phillies in this trade. It made me pull my hair out. Um, trading with the Cardinals and then who they traded to get Edmundo Sosa. Jojo Romero, Captain Red Bull himself. Uh, Sosa, more of a, a defensive type of guy. Uh, formerly, like, as high as number 17 on the Cardinals' top prospect list. Um, but Sosa looking here at his numbers. Um, in 2022, he's played in 53 games, 131 played appearances. Uh, he's got 23 hits. He's hitting... Uh, 189 right now so not that great um as opposed to last season when he was hitting 271 and he's got eight rbis three triples four doubles uh three stolen bases only been caught stealing once and everything else not that great but his defensive metrics are what he's kind of known for um he's more of a defensive infielder if you will Kind of, you know, helps improve that infield defense a bit. JoJo Romero this year coming back from the Tommy John. Um, it sucks that JoJo's gone. Uh, he was a fan favorite for most of 2020, 2021. I was a huge proponent of JoJo Romero thinking he was going to be a big-time player for this team in the bullpen. Um, I was distraught for a bit. You know, it sucks. I mean, Sosa is 26 years old, so I mean, maybe kind of a reclamation project, if you will. Kind of a, you know, let's shuffle the deck a little bit with the the infield uh, utility guys. Who knows if he'll stick around. He doesn't have any minor league options left, so this is a major league move. Um, but I don't know how much playing time is going to factor in for him uh, between shortstop, second base, third base. Maybe it gives Bohm a day off. Maybe it gives Bohm some opportunities to just DH a little bit to get him off his feet uh, in the infield. You know, shortstop kind of seems like a revolving door right now between Didi, Bryson Stott, Jairo Munoz. Uh, you know, Nick Maton is in the mix. Who knows if he gets traded before the deadline because uh, a lot of people think that could potentially happen, which I would hate for that to happen as well. <laughs> Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week, and it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 
but I mean, there, it seems like there's a lot of options that have been coming at shortstop, and this is just another one of Dave Dombrowski's reshuffling moves. We'll see what happens there. But that is the one trade so far the Phillies have made as I record this on August 1st. I wanted to wait a little bit before recording this episode, too, because I knew some moves would happen around Major League Baseball, which they have. We're going to go here and look at the database. Shout out, no free ads, but shout out MLB Trade Rumors. They do a fantastic job of keeping everything kind of documented and in a nice little spot for everybody to kind of keep track of everything going on around Major League Baseball uh, with trades, with signings and everything. So looking here at uh, the latest. Wow. So the Red Sox just now breaking news are sending uh, Christian Vasquez to the Astros for two minor league prospects. That's a big one. That's a big one. Trey Mancini's going to the Astros as well. Um, and then, of course, the big trade that happened is with the Yankees. They get two of the Oakland A's prized gems for literally nothing in the grand scheme of things. Didn't even have to give up a top three prospect to get this. Frankie Montas, Lou Trevino going to uh, the Yankees from the Oakland A's. Um Luis Castillo obviously went to the Mariners for a King's Ransom. Um, now we're just waiting on Tyler Maley. We're waiting on Jose Quintana. Carlos Rodon, who is who I really want for this Phillies team. Um, there's still a lot of starting pitchers out there that can be had, can be acquired. Um, it's just a matter of who the Phillies are going to go after. So my, my thoughts right now, Dave Dombrowski, if you're listening to this at all, uh, you know, when I put this up tonight, um, I need you to bring me Carlos Rodon and I need you to bring me Jock Peterson. Like I need oxygen to breathe. I tweeted that out earlier. I need both of those guys on this team. Jock Peterson would be such a good fit in Philadelphia. He's a center fielder, can play corner outfield if you need him to. He can hit the ball, plays good defense. I need Jock Peterson on this team. And for reference, I'm going to pull up Jock Peterson's stats for you because... He's out there in San Francisco just wasting away. The Giants are not that good this year. Uh, so, Jock Peterson, lefty. Uh, he's hitting 242 this year. Scored 36 runs, 43 RBIs, uh, 17 home runs. So, it gives you some pop from the outfield as well. Um, you know, he was an all-star this year. I need Jock Peterson on the, on this Phillies team so badly. It's uh, you know, he's hitting 242, which is around Jock Peterson standards. His highest batting average in his career was last season when he hit 249 in 64 games with the Braves. Um but total in 2021 he hit 238. His best batting average of his career is 249. Like that's Jock Peterson. Like that's what he's going to do. But he's going to hit home runs. He's hitting 242 this season so far uh, in 252 at-bats. I'm down at 12 doubles this year, 43 RBIs. He's stolen three bases. He's walked 26 times, which is pretty decent for Jock Peterson, I would say. It's around the mid-range um, for him. It's not like his 2015 season when he got walked 92 times. Um, but that's simply because he was hitting the cover off the ball, I'm pretty sure, that year. Yeah, he had 26 home runs. Um, he's got 63 strikeouts, but 
Jock Peterson and, and Carlos Rodon would be magnificent additions to this Phillies team. And seeing everything that's going on with the trade deadline so far and what players are being acquired for in terms of like prospects and players that teams are getting back, it's not going to cost that much for the Phillies to go out and get a starting caliber pitcher to put into this rotation for the playoffs. Like, Everyone was afraid that it was going to cost one of these top three pitching prospects, Logan O'Hoppy, somebody like that. I can see why the Phillies have been saying no, because you look at all of the, the moves that have been made so far across Major League Baseball, there's no reason to think the Phillies can't go out and get a Tyler Maley, a Jose Quintana, a Carlos Rodon, Noah Syndergaard. I mean, I would love if they could get Syndergaard, Rodon, and Jock Peterson. Get those three guys in here, bada bing, bada boom, designate Jerry's Familia for assignment, get Odubel Herrera out of here, like, it would be fantastic. Now, will it happen? I doubt it, but <laughs> it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg to go and get some of these guys like a lot of people anticipated the trade deadline being. Like, a lot of people viewed this as a, uh, a seller's market where you were going to get a lot back in return for some of these players. But a lot of these deals that are a lot of big names involved, you know, some of these big players around the deadline that people have been talking about for months, have not really cost that much, in, in all honesty. Like, Andrew Benintendi went for three prospects, and none of them were inside the top 10 for the Yankees. None of them were even inside the top 15. I think the best prospect the Royals got from the Yankees uh, for Benintendi was, like, their number 17 prospect. And then it was, like, number 20 and an unranked prospect. That's nothing for a guy like Andrew Benintendi who's having the year he's having. Uh, yes, he might not be able to play in Toronto for you, but it's a rental. Benintendi's going to get a chance to play there. And look what the Yankees did with Anthony Rizzo last year. They thought that was a rental he re-signed. I think the, the Phillies have the opportunity now to really go out and bolster this team for a postseason run, have a kick-ass August and September by going and getting star caliber players for a much more discounted price than initially anticipated. And I want Carlos Rodon on this team. I want Noah Syndergaard on this team. And I want Jack Peterson on this team. I think all three of those guys would fit Philadelphia very, very well, especially Syndergaard. Like, Syndergaard, if he struggled, people would, like, be acting like he was a terrorist or something because that's what we're doing now, apparently, with our athletes, you know, if they're struggling, we just completely write them off in year one of a contract. Love you, Nikki C. Not writing you off at all. Um, but Syndergaard would be fantastic here. Reunite him with Zach Wheeler uh, and then just give a, a big double bird to the Mets. Like, that would be fantastic. Rodon, he has the option to opt out of his contract now that he met the innings pitch, which Matt and I talked about on the last episode of the show, which you guys should go check out. Um, but if you bring him into an environment where he'd want to re-sign, like if he opts out and then re-signs, perfect. Then you have a starting pitching rotation potentially next year in 2023 as well as getting into the postseason with four starting caliber pitchers. You go Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Carlos Rodon, Noah Syndergaard, Kyle Gibson slash Ranger Suarez. Because Zach Eflin's such an unknown right now. You don't know what you're getting out of him. You don't know if he's going to pitch again this year. Like, there's so many big-ass question marks around Zach Eflin right now. And I'm a Zach Eflin guy. I said in our season preview 
the Phillies will be division winners if Zach Eflin can stay healthy. And has he stayed healthy? No. Are they winning the division right now? No. Are they going to win the division this year? I doubt it. But if you can go and get guys like that, and even if like Syndergaard is a, a rental for a year, you know, he signed that one-year deal with the Angels. Who's to say he doesn't go back out on the market after this season and test it again? I think those three guys are who I really want, especially since the report came out that the Phillies aren't really looking at bullpen pieces anymore. They're more looking at the starting pitching, which I don't blame them for the most part. Outside of that fuckhead Jerry's Familia, the bullpen has been relatively knock on wood. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already know. (laughs) You already know. I think that's how it always goes. We went like 45 minutes and we were at like Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. Had to do a lot of knocking there. Uh, has been pretty good this summer. Um, I think they've really found their footing under Rob Thompson. I think Rob Thompson knows how to manage a bullpen, and that shows. <laughs> um, I just think Jerry's familia needs to get the fuck out of town because that dude stinks big time, like big time stinks. And there's no reason for him to be coming in games ever again, especially after seeing what we saw in game one and game four of that Pirates series. Because the fact that game one ended up being an 8-7 ball game and then game four, you're up 8-2. to two, And he's giving up hit after hit after hit. Guys getting on base, people scoring runs. I was disgusted. That dude stinks. He stunk since he got here. Don't need him on this team anymore. Don't need him pitching out of the bullpen anymore. That dude is a bum. He's a certified bum. And there, I am fully convinced in the history of Philadelphia sports um, that we have had inside, you know, inside jobs done. We've had societal plants. We've had, uh, you know, moles, if you will, from other teams come in to try to sabotage us. You know, we're going to go down memory lane here. There's been quite a few, in my opinion. Most notably that fuckhead Orlando Skandrick. He was a total industry plant from the Dallas Cowboys. DeMarco Murray, I think, wound up, it seemed like he was an industry plant. Um, 
Jerry's Familia is certainly an industry plant. That fuckhead Al Horford was an industry plant. Um, let's see, who else have we had that was kind of an industry plant? Uh, Ryan Kerrigan, industry plant. There, there have been a number of them. I think that might be something we do on Wednesday show. We're going to do top 10 industry plants uh, <laughs> in, in Philadelphia sports history because we've had way too many players from other teams come in and just absolutely try to sabotage the operation that that specific team had going on. Like, I listed off like five or six right there, and all of them were horrendous here. Horrendous. And then they leave, and some of them go back to their original team, and they're good. Some of them go on TV and sound like even bigger idiots. Like, come on now. Come on now. Industry plants. Ryan Kerrigan just decides to retire after coming here and doing absolutely nothing, taking up a roster spot. Come on, get out of here. But the Phillies sweep the Pirates. They're eight games over 500 now, um, which is incredible. I think that's a season high, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and if I am, I apologize. But they are 55 and 47. Uh, and we're going to get into the NL East and MLB run differentials brought to you by our homies over at Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com, start playing the hottest headlines in sports, rack up points on your fan profiles when you get those props correct, and then you cash those points in for prizes on the Pickup Marketplace. Go to playpickup.com now and start playing those headlines. The New York Mets are leading the NL East run differential right now at a plus 98 um, they're sitting at 64 and 37 tops of the division right now. The Atlanta Braves who just signed Austin Riley to a ridiculous contract, uh, just within the hour. Um, let's see here. 10 years, $212 million extension. Uh, they're paying him more <laughs> than they're paying Ronald Acuna Jr., which is absolutely absurd. Um, the Braves are 62 and 41. Their run differential is a plus 80. They're three games out of first place in the NL East. The Phillies at 55 and 47, nine and a half games out of first place, uh, are at a plus 58 run differential. The Miami Marlins slowly slipping away uh, at 47 and 55. They are at a negative 34 run differential. And that stolen franchise Washington Nationals team. Uh, in the basement at 35 and 68, 30 games out of first place. They are at a run differential, a league worst, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, still league worst, but not by much. Minus 168 uh, for the Nationals. And due to the Philly success in Pittsburgh this weekend, which I personally needed, as you all know, I put that futures bet on the Pirates to have the worst record in baseball. It's still not there, but they're slowly catching up. Let's go. Let's go. They're slowly catching up. The Pirates uh, at minus 154, uh, sitting at 40 and 62, and finally in the basement of the NL Central. The next closest negative run differential, I believe, is the Royals at negative 123. Then we've got negative 122 with the Tigers and negative 112 for the Oakland Athletics, which the A's are going to get much worse now that they traded away some of those pieces. So that's a bummer for sure. For sure. Um, 
Again, the whole podcast hosted by Stephen McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The wild card looks like this, though. The Phils are in that third wild card spot ahead of the Cardinals by a game, uh, and they are only a game and a half back of the the Padres. So we need to start rooting for the Padres to lose. We got to hope the Cardinals and the Padres don't get Juan Soto. Kind of hope Juan Soto just stays with the Nationals and let this all take care of itself in the offseason, Scott Boris. Um, but the, wild, the, the playoffs right now would be the Dodgers, the Mets, the Brewers, the Braves, the Padres, and the Phillies. Uh, in the wild card in the NL. And then your American League playoffs would be the Yankees, the Astros, the Minnesota Twins leading the AL Central. And then you got the Toronto Blue Jays, the Seattle Mariners, and the Tampa Bay Rays uh, with the Cleveland Guardians, Chicago White Sox, and the Baltimore Orioles. And the Boston Red Sox still kind of in the mix there uh, at three and a half games back, but it doesn't look like the Red Sox are going to be doing too much there. Uh, and then the next closest, which they're kind of falling out of it as well in the NL wildcard is the San Francisco giants. They are at 51 and 51. Um, so that is your NL East run differential MLB run differential and a little wildcard standings update brought to you by pickup. Um, we got some big news coming on the Get in the Hole podcast that you guys are not going to want to miss. I will be co-hosting that tonight with Stephen McAvoy. That'll be out on the, your podcast app of choice and YouTube on Tuesday morning. So big news coming there. But let's see if anything else has gone down in baseball. Because this is like MLB trade deadline precursor episode. Just seeing if anything happens. We're just waiting to see what goes down here on deadline eve. The trade deadline is Tuesday, I believe, at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Ken Rosenthal reporting Tommy Pham is close to being dealt by the Reds. Let's see if there's anybody. Team not yet known, but Tommy Pham has been traded by the Reds. We'll try to keep you updated as we move along. Let's see if anything else has popped up. Like I said, Christian Vasquez going to the Astros. Um, He was expected to be in the uh, Red Sox starting lineup tonight, which is very funny. Let's see. Anything else? I've not seen anything else pop up. But I'm sure MLB Trade Rumors website will be up to the second with it because they're good like that. Um, man, I want to know where Tommy Pham is going. It would be hilarious if the Phillies traded for Tommy Pham. He's having a pretty decent year, if I'm not mistaken. Let me take a look at Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham this year. Tommy Pham's hitting 238, 11 home runs, 
39 RBI, 7 stolen bases. He's got 81 hits this year, a .6 war. He's slugging 374, which is well below his career average. He's 34. Wow. He's just a late bloomer. Um, yeah, I don't know if I want the Phillies to acquire Tommy Pham. Uh, he's kind of just like a basic kind of utility outfielder at this point in terms of his stats and everything. Oh, yeah, and Josh Hader got traded to the Padres. So that sucks. <laughs> and the Padres uh, did not have to give up, like, any of their big-time prospects at all to acquire him. Josh Hader will be a free agent after next season, so they have a year of control on him as well. Um, when I saw that, I was blown away. And obviously Josh Hader has some uh, interesting backstory as well. Um, with some things that he's done in the past. Um, yeah, it's crazy that the Padres got him. Um, the Brewers are in first place, too. And Josh Hader was an all-star this year. This is from Sarah Langs. The last time a first-place team traded a player who had been an all-star for them that year was 2014 when the first-place A's traded Ioannis Cespedes to the Red Sox for John Lester. That's wild. Yeah, I saw that news happen earlier today, and that kind of blew me away. Um, yeah, so the, the Padres traded Taylor Rogers, Denilson Lamette, Robert Gasser, and Estuary Ruiz for... Josh Hader. Um, still waiting to see on this Tommy Pham news, Ken Rosenthal. Like, how do we know he got traded but don't know the team? That's very weird to me. <laughs> That'd be funny if he got traded to the Padres. Um... Very interesting, though, to tweet that. Like, yeah, guy got traded, but we don't know where. Like, I feel like if you're getting that information, <laughs> you got to know where he's being dealt to. Um, so that's very interesting. See, again, like, <laughs> I don't get this at all. This is from Jim Salisbury, who has been in the news, obviously, uh, lately. He's saying that the prices for starting pitching are exorbitant. Oh, I'm sorry. And the trade deadline is 6 p.m. on Tuesday. Um, Phillies officials remain in touch with several teams that have available starting pitchers, but prices are said to be exorbitant. The Phillies were not in the hunt for the top two starters on the market, Luis Castillo and Frankie Montas, who went to the Yankees. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds sent Castillo to Seattle over the weekend for a rich package of prospects, and the Oakland A's moved Montes to New York uh, on Monday. With Zach Eflin down with a knee injury, the Phillies have targeted pitchers that could fill a back-end rotation spot. Arms like Noah Syndergaard, Jose Quintana, Jordan Lyles, Brad Keller, and Tyler Maley. Uh, though there is some industry thought that Maley might now be off the market, which is fine by me. I'm not the biggest Tyler Maley guy. Uh, I would like Syndergaard or Jordan Lyles or Quintana. Uh, any of those guys. Cool with them. 
The prices for these starters is said to be very high, and the Phillies are intent on holding onto their top minor league pitching prospects, a group that includes Mick Abel and Andrew Painter, and of course, Griff McGarry. Uh, the Phillies are also being protective of pitcher Griff McGarry, a right-hander that many teams covet. There have been indications throughout the summer that the Phillies would at least listen on pitcher Ben Brown and catcher Logan O'Hoppy, but probably not for a rental pitcher who represents just a modest upgrade to what they already have. The Phillies would certainly be interested in a pitcher like Miami's Pablo Lopez, who is under control through 2024, but he would cost multiples of top prospects. Uh, one interesting name to watch could be Nathan Eovaldi, who was set to pitch in Houston on Monday night. Surely the Phillies will be watching that start closely. Eovaldi shined for the Red Sox when they won the World Series under Dave Dombrowski in 2018. Dombrowski obviously now running the Phillies. Eovaldi's on an expiring contract. Um, the 32-year-old right-hander has been tagged for 23 hits and 16 earned runs over his last three starts in 13 innings. While starting pitching is their focus, the Phillies would also like to upgrade their defense in center field. They had interest in Houston's Joe Siri, but he was traded to Tampa Bay in a three-team deal, and I'm surprised me reading that name did not make my phone go off. Um, can we get an update on Tommy Pham, please? <laughs> like, that's just wild that, like... That gets announced, and there's no thing. Yeah, like, I don't know how much to believe of that. And, like, yes, Jim Salisbury is far more tapped in than I am uh, when it comes to this stuff. But, like, come on. You can see everything that's going on right now in terms of the deadline and, and player acquisitions and stuff. And it's not costing an arm and a leg. So, I totally understand why... Dave Dombrowski is is kind of holding, you know, holding Pat right now. Um, in terms of just not giving up the top guys, why is AJ Brown trending? What did he say? Oh, he's comparing himself to the guys that got extensions, rightfully so. But we're glad you're in Philly, AJ Brown. Um. Officially, Christian Vasquez going to Houston from the Red Sox. That's via Brian McTaggart. Um, can we get an update on Tommy Pham, Ken Rosenthal? Any update at all. I'm also intrigued to see where Wilson Contreras ends up. Where, oh, Tommy Pham's going to the Red Sox. Interesting. Interesting. Tommy Pham to the Red Sox. Breaking news. Um, yeah, I mean, we're just waiting on Dave to make a move. Any day now, Dave. Any day now. We're waiting on you, buddy. We're waiting on Dave. But like I said, my, my dream trade deadline, don't know if it'll happen because obviously the Giants are still in playoff contention, quote-unquote, um, would be... Rodon, Jock Peterson, Noah Syndergaard, maybe a a reliever somewhere in there, but I doubt it. Um, I'm not mad with the Phillies bullpen right now. I'll say that, but I'll say that now, and they'll probably fucking blow up and make me eat my words. Just get rid of Jerry's familia out of the bullpen. That's all I need. Keep Mark Appel in there. 
I'm good with that. Get Jerry's familiar out of here. 6 p.m. trade deadline, though, on Tuesday. We might have, like, an emergency episode of the pod to throw in um, for the people out there. But, hey, it's trade deadline season, baby. It's trade deadline season. I love the MLB trade deadline. It's always so fascinating to me. Um, Because just big moves get made all the time. They get made every which way. And I feel like we've had way more contract extensions than uh, like trades leading up to a lot of these. It's kind of wild. Um, but yeah, according to Mark Feinstein of MLB.com, the Red Sox were one of the final suitors. And uh, oh, I'm sorry, Jim Bowden of The Athletic reported the initial trade, but Feinstein mentioned that the Red Sox were a suitor. Um, so Tommy Pham's going to the Reds. He's going from the Reds to the Red Sox, um, which is kind of funny. Um, let's see. Anything else? The Yankees acquired Scott Efros from the Cubs. V. Hmm, anything else? Oh, I can like Travis Jankowski again. The Mariners acquired him. Uh, they claimed him, so he's no longer a Met, which is great. And like I said, Trey Mancini, three-team trade um, between the Astros, Orioles, and Rays. Joe Siri gets dealt from Houston to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay designated Brett Phillips for assignment. Going to look at Brett Phillips. Man, Brett Phillips in 147 this year. Good grief, brother. Why is he so bad? That's crazy. I didn't realize he was like that bad of a player. Man. That's wild. Is he just a good fielder? That doesn't make sense to me. He's got to be, like, a ridiculous outfielder in terms of just, like, perfect fielding and everything. Yeah. That's the deal with him. Okay. I was very confused because I know he was, like, beloved in Tampa Bay. No other updates, it seems. Let's see. Any final updates before... We end this thing. Yeah, I think the big thing we're waiting on is the fills. Wilson Contreras, Ian Happ. Let's see if there's anything with that. We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here 
on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. much else it's been kind of quiet i feel like it's either gonna pop off tonight after i sign off which is typically what happens or uh we're gonna have a wild wild tuesday which could be the case so we'll see what happens there um but yeah nice little quick you know mlb trade deadline update phil sweep the pirates we're in this thing baby it's the thick of summer and the phils are gonna do the damn thing Stop worrying about the Eagles right now. It's fucking August. Enjoy summer. Enjoy the fills. And uh, let's have ourselves a trade deadline, everyone. Like I said, let's manifest Carlos Rodon, Jock Peterson, and Noah Syndergaard to the fills. Let's manifest it together. That is the underground Sports Philadelphia manifestation station right there. Manifestation uh, annunciation, if you will. Noah Syndergaard. Jock Peterson, Carlos Rodon. You are Philadelphia Phillies. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Ireland. Make sure you guys are following us on the socials. Follow us on the socials to stay up to date with everything going on. We're going to be bringing you all the trade deadline goodiness uh, across the socials at underground PHI on Twitter, Instagram, facebook.com slash underground sports PHI top bins goes live on there. Every single recording, they'll be live on Wednesday night after the main show. Uh, so definitely check that out. Facebook.com slash underground sports PHI. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You guys have been downloading the fuck out of the podcast, which we love. Keep doing it. It really, really helps and goes a long way. Uh, leave a five-star rating and review. Be a friend. Tell a friend to do the same thing so we can cook up on those charts and uh, surpass some of the bozos. That are still living on the charts there. Um, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. What are you doing if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel? You get full video episodes of every Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast. Underground Sports Philadelphia originals. All that good stuff. We got some good stuff cooking for the fall. The fall is going to be fucking boncos on the YouTube. So stay tuned for that. Um, YouTube.com, search Underground Sports Philadelphia. Help us on the road to 1K. We're on the road to 1K, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I feel like we're going to update the uh, the layout a little bit as we keep this thing pushing with some uh, graffiti numbers on the road to 1K. Um, but right now we're on the road to 200, and we're at 192 subscribers. Let's get to 200. Let's make this happen. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. What are you doing? Go click subscribe. Click subscribe. What are you doing? Go click subscribe. Subscribe. Smash the like button. Click the bell icon so you don't miss a single episode of your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast in full video form. And comment down below with how you feel about my perfect trade deadline. And give me your perfect trade deadline. Maybe I missed out on a player that you want to see the Phils acquire. You know, we got to add Edmundo Sosa into the mix. That's part of this trade deadline so far. We'll see what happens the rest of the way. Plus, Gene Segura's coming back. Bryce Harper just got the pins out of his hand. 
Come on. Those are deadline acquisitions in and of themselves. Um, very excited to see what happens. But go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Big things coming uh, on the road to 1K. Shout out to Tomahawk Shades, Pickup, Kenwood Beer, and Bino. All their information is linked in the show notes on audio and in the description on YouTube. But this has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 451. I'm your boy KB, and until Wednesday night on twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi, I am signing off. Peace.